welcome back to a new podcast, 19th of December. Hello, Delio. Hi, Phil. Welcome back to the Positively Negative Podcast. Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in a world that can be quite negative. I'm Delio. And I'm Team Humble. And we're glad, glad you're, you're here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That can stay. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of a scary... Uh, it's so clear. <laughs> I know. It's so, exactly it's what so you're clear. It's so sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like I just said it I, for a minute. I had to like check myself like... Where does it finish? Like, yeah, when you laugh at the end and you're like, ha ha ha, and we're so pleased yeah. about our clever little joke, it sounds like it's us doing it now. And I always very sinister. Ha <laughs> 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 Not gonna stay. Mm. Yeah, positively Fine. negative. I'm I'm okay. I'm a, I guess I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. End of year energy. You know, it's always the way. It's a positive thing, but it's also kind of a negative thing because I feel like. I was already stretched cramming stuff in that I'm now <laughs> even more cramming to get to a certain date, like for Christmas yeah. Day and then after that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm a little bit like between lots of things. I've got to record a piece for this. I've got to record a piece for that. But mm-hmm. I feel like if I don't keep up with some of these things, then they just they just don't happen. Or you get apathetic about like not moving forward with it you know it's kind of like right. it's it's weird it's it you have to kind of flip that negative energy that you know that once you get started you'll feel positive about it and you'll just like you know you'll just start to roll into it but it's just the overwhelming like you said earlier on when we were like briefly chatting about how um advent has kind of impacted you from a vlogging perspective this month you know, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like that. I kind of feel like that at the minute. I'm kind of like a lot of realizations about just getting started on stuff, which then means I have to like remove myself from other stuff. I guess. Yeah. Well, I think I think that I was thinking about it the other. I don't know even when. I don't know what what time it is anymore. <laughs> um, I, was, I had a thought. <laughs> Once. And, what, what, what point? <laughs> I am thinking, I have been thinking, everything is infinite and happening all at once in every I am a quantum thought. Exactly. Uh, but you know what? I think when you, when I knew, I know when I get overwhelmed, I start taking stock of everything and then I start thinking, I put things in order of importance and or immediacy <laughs> start to try to like attack them because <laughs> German Borg brain. But um, what what I inevitably end up doing, which is to my detriment is that I I end up like chopping the things off at the bottom that are not the life or death things, but those are usually the ones that make me happy. It's like, the, like you said, like the vlogging, the um, like the podcast, obviously, you know, we're not paying rent with the podcast at this point. Mm, it would be mm. easy to be like, no, there's more important things at the minute. But I think if you cut those things, you start feeling like you just exist to earn and yeah. then that is like the most depressing, unsustainable feeling <laughs> ever. That's so, you can, like you can, you can package that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's been that's been. I've been having to guard myself from feeling that feeling this month because I really feel like I exist to get logistics done and organize and do these things that I hate doing because they have to be done. And if I don't do some of like this stuff sprinkled in between, I literally feel like I have to. I just. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't even want to participate today because I just know when, that stuff that when I hate. When you said all that, 
when what? you said all that, I had this, like, I don't know if it's because of retro wave or just like I've been listening to a lot of like melancholy, like ambient music recently. But yeah, it's not this you're vi- in the winter to listen to that stuff. I totally had a visual of you standing at a bus stop with it raining uh, and uh. like buses going by and getting splashed with you holding like a, a an egg bagel in grease proof pa- grease proof paper, <laughs> and as you finish it, you look up and look directly into the camera, and your whole body sighs. Like that was the most depressing. That was the most depressing egg bagel I've ever had in my life. It's I just it's all good things, and it's but it's just a lot at once. There are people who absolutely thrive on admin type stuff. Like right. in the past week, I've been to the dentist. I've been to the eye doctor twice. You've done I've a lot been, this week. Yeah. Like just that, you know, like just a the lot. life stuff. And like, uh, and I guess none of that is like anything worth complaining about because they're all things that I need to get in place to move things forward. Um, but they drain it's balance, me. right? They just drain it's the balance, me. right? Yeah, and- it's it's the balance. It's it's going out into the real world, where like everybody's doing the same Take thing as us. There. You know, everybody's trying. Everybody's trying to maintain positivity, but like, there's a lot of things that are, are, are kind of like you can see everything hanging by a thread, and it's like, oh, it's like going into a haunted house with creaky floors. Like, yeah, yeah for sure. Systems and services seem to get in the way of like all your best intentions. So it's like, especially in this area, like <laughs> where I live, there are two massive major malls that service not only northern New Jersey but also New York City shoppers. So all like. Right. At Christmas, this time of year, it becomes an absolute nightmare to live here. <laughs> really? Because yeah, because it's like live. It's like living in a shopping mall. I mean, it, it, my dad works about twelve miles away from here, and it takes him an hour, sometimes an hour and a half no to get way. home. Just Holy because, shit. yeah, just so it's like I don't want to be out and about in that. Like you know that frantic, cold weather Christmas energy. Just multiply that times like a million, and that's. Mm. And so feeling that while being out and about, like I try to just have my own vibe. And when I go, when I go like grocery shopping, have headphones in and I just try to block Mm. it all out. But it's like just the, just being around that energy is exhausting. So all that to say, like, I'm glad that we are still setting aside the time to like podcast and do our like, you know, daily vlogging and doing the creative things that make us. Well, here's the, here's the thing, right? Data is important. So one of the things that I, I've been rejoicing in this week is that as an optimizer who likes to feel like I'm being more efficient, my life might not be moving and changing and being better, but if I feel like I'm at least trying to be more efficient, then mm-hmm. I feel like I'm stepping through each day, getting a bit closer to actually putting a foot in front of the other one. Right. Um, so when I see, so when I see data inside of anchor, that's like, oh, you only had this many listeners and then boom, you've had this many listeners. Like people are tuning in, not hey, to listen to the last. How are you doing? <laughs> not to, right. We just lost a bunch. Right. No, <laughs> wow. uh, so, so, and it wasn't just the last episode. People are going back and listening like to lots of episodes. Cause that's mm. what I checked in first. It's like, it wasn't a jump. We didn't naturally just become interesting one week. Like yeah. people have just gone, who are these guys? That potion and gone, that I tra- brewed up didn't work, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What potion? I, okay. I got potions. The potions. And then so, yeah, I looked at the stats. And whenever I see data like that, it kind of inspires me to like move forward a bit. I feel like 
feel like it motivates me. Yeah, okay, in the back of my mind is like, I want to see the numbers go up because who doesn't want to see like data and numbers move up? But also mm-hmm. at the same time, it, it's given me so much more headspace by able to just like yellow post-it note my voice out. can get bloody lonely as a person who like works from home, as you'll, you'll probably attest to. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're working on your own or, or I'm working on stuff, it's like you are the only person to kind of give you i mean you can chat to somebody via you know video and text but like the the swip you know swapping from like the the desk to the kitchen to the bathroom you know there's all those thoughts that swirl around your head on the way back and forth like is this my life is this what i do now you know i do i do i do know and and the thing is like it's almost like that new york city syndrome even when you're around people you can still feel a type of loneliness because having this type of interaction where you can actually just like sit down and defrag your brain with another human Mm -hmm. being who understands you know where you're coming from you know, I could, I could, a, a couple of days this week, I was just out and about all the time. I was around people. I was interfacing with people, but you know, that doesn't really satisfy that, that connection, like a human connection type of a feeling. Mm. So mm. yeah, I mm. totally agree. I mean, I feel, I feel more lonely when I'm out there in <laughs> zombie land probably than I do at home with my, with my pots and pans. But I yeah, I know I get, I get, I get what you mean by that. And I think we would be doing this podcast and we have been doing this podcast with nobody listening in the past and we would continue doing it. But it's really is nice to see that people, uh, people are showing up. So hi. I know for a fact, people have probably got on in the background, just like working on something. It's just like, again, it's like having people around and it's kind Mm. of, podcasts are kind of nice because you don't have to, you can like, you can chop and change. You can jump in and out of it. You can sit on a bus and look at people opposite and wonder about their poor choice in uh, shoes. Uh, <laughs> or you can be on a plane and be annoyed about the the guy or the woman next to you. Just it doesn't do anything to do with the you know bodily odor. Or you know like you're doing you know you're in the back of a Uber or or something like that. Like and the the give and take. You know you get a lot out of a podcast because they can center you. And they can inspire you. But then also it's just having those voices. Mm-hmm. When we have so much connecting us, we also have so much like disconnecting us. You know, podcasts can do both, I think. They can connect us with the this remote person somewhere on the other side of the planet. Yeah. But also disconnect us from the frantic nature of like all these systems that are vying for our attention. You know, the subway machine, like <laughs> as it spits out your card at you again. Go away. <laughs> Oh my you know, God. like this is all anxiety. Just, just, just anxiety well, just if you think about it, went if you up think in about my stomach it, from even saying that. If you there. think about it, all of that infrastructure is like the immutable human version of a blockchain, right? <laughs> you, know, you go out the house, you get in the car. You know, like you have to step through a sequence, right? Which is mm. exactly the same way as like a ledger works. It's like you get in the car, you put fuel in the car, like it provide you with this then you get to the subway station you use the card that lets you through you know like there's so many like base requirements of just being able to function on the most minimal level as a human being that just that is overwhelming to me like adulting visor adulting is hard oh my gosh it's just like leave me alone but also i still want netflix and contacts so i have to (laughs) still interact like, By the way, while we're on this call, you should both keep, ways. What? keep checking. I have keep an checking eye. Your, all right. Keep checking on your things. I got, I, so I'm in a corner room right now. So I have a, a road facing. Doesn't uh, every window. room have a corner? 
Uh, he makes no, it sound like it's a special the, room, a corner room. What's that yeah, mean? so the room is on the corner of the house, and the house Doesn't is on every the corner house. of the street. So Doesn't every room have a corner? That's what I was getting at. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. like, funny dad joke. But what I'm saying is, it's not I a have, funny dad, dad joke. Like, what don't you want? Okay, listen. I have, this is so. Oh, I love that. I love I that. Have, like, that New York vibe straight away. What don't go. you understand? Love that. Don't what know, don't, don't you understand? <laughs> I don't know if you like you were gonna give me like you were gonna give me what were you gonna do give me some information about how not thing. to be stupid i don't know no 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 because i don't know whether to be like <laughs> uh, am i miscommunicating or are you trolling me and what level of frustration should i think I be i'm trolling myself i think i'm trolling. here's what i'm saying my house is on a corner uh, I, I'm sitting currently in a room which is on the corner of the house that is on the corner. There's a double corner situation. Well, all that means is that I have one. Listen, shut up. All that means is that I have. Who says that? <laughs> I'm in a double corner situation. This is. Uh, did you do you like after three o'clock go and work for the local police department? One nine a Roger. I'm in a double corner situation. <laughs> the eagle has landed. All that means is to say that I have a one set of windows to my right, which are facing the main, <laughs> the main street, and then I have another set of windows on the uh, on the adjacent corner facing the other street. So no matter what side these delivery people come from and what door, because I have a side door and a front door, what door they decide to deliver on, I got eyes on it, is what I'm saying to you. You started uh, this all by being like, watch out, Biza. I got it. I got it. It's adulting, under man. control. Yeah, just adulting. change the subject. That's fine. Um, all right. So no, I agree. In, ter in terms of data and information, good segue. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. week has been a mixed bag in terms of uh, crypto stuff. Uh, blockchain stuff, Bitcoin stuff. Like, in an immutable I think, week. I think those three words actually are now dead. After me having a conversation with a startup yesterday, I realized wholeheartedly that nobody likes talking about those three things. Blockchain, crypto, blockchain, blockchain Bitcoin, crypto. They're dead words to people now. Because they all mean I, the same thing. Well, not just that. I just think they've been overused. I think, you know, these people that I was talking to in the startup yesterday in New York City, they've got friends who are engineers who had loads of Bitcoin mining equipment and obviously they're not making any money now, so they've turned it all off. And so, like, it's got bad rep. So anybody talking about that is instantly vilified. Like, if you ring up a, a sales or marketing team, they're like, oh, well, no, no, we don't do that. So, so unfashionable right now. Whereas I think we're all waking up to that fact and we're, we're realizing that, that we're not selling what we have got with the steam. I want to say steam blockchain, but I'm slowly stop stopping saying blockchain at all. Yeah. Um, I think um, the things that we have with steam for us to get the, the majority of mass market of people to come and even have a look, we need to remove all of that stuff. So this week has been an interesting one because a, a bunch of people have stepped up to the plate. Uh, the real wolf, uh, steamit.com forward slash at the real wolf has built a uh, steamapps.com, which is really, really cool because it shows you all the different kind of applications that run on top of the, the Steam infrastructure. And that kind of got, I think that got tweeted by Soy, I can't remember her name now. I can't Soy somebody, I can't remember, Sousa, Soy Sousa, something like that. Um, that got the attention of State of the Dapps, which is a bigger project which takes in Ethereum and a whole bunch of other um, blockchains. And Steam got listed on that. And then yesterday it came first 
in the list. So that's got a lot of people who've got Ethereum looking at that list and being like, oh, so still Steam's still around, is it? Kind of thing. So that was cool. But I think I think just it's it's left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. You know? Because I think there's a two sides to the problem. There there's the side of people who were kind of more on our side of the fence who and not to say that you and I individually did this, but there were people who just all they wanted to talk about was the price. The price, the price, mm-hmm. the price, the price, mm-hmm. and like how mm-hmm. much money they're making. And of course that's gonna be the centric to uh, conversations because things were inflating at such a ridiculous rate that it was like, I mean, remember when you and I were at steam fest and we were on the, <laughs> we were on the bus and I turned to you and I was like, um, Bitcoin's at 7,000 right now. And that blew yeah, our minds. That. We were like, what? So, Oh, I see a truck out of my corner window. Um, <laughs> is that, is that, <laughs> I don't know. It's something that I see some, Oh, could be I see a couple things. I know. I see oh, if it come, things. if it happens, you're just gonna have to do it in live on the on the podcast. Now, just have to keep talking while you're going. Well, have a look. Are you gonna go and have a look? Well, no, wait. Hold on. It's kind of like awkward because they can see me watching them out the window like a crazy person. But <laughs> we have okay. So listen. So my my dad and I we put a note at the front door that says "Please deliver" to the side door. So I just saw the the delivery person come up look at the note, like squint, lean in toward it, and then kind of like aggravatedly go to the side door. So I'm just going to wait till they pull away before I interface because I don't, you don't want delivery people upset at you. And they're dealing with enough this week, this, you know, time of year. So, but I I got eyes on it. All right. You might want to get out there and have a look then. Visual confirmation. All right. All right. All right. All right. Just hold it down. I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. So the very important parcel is getting delivered today at uh, Dalio HQ. By the way, if you don't know, we're on the. I I don't know what that is. That could be good. That could be bad. Live on air. <laughs> Somebody's excited for packages. And I, I know this is not very professional, but this is just the how things happen sometimes. Yeah, so crypto has left a bit of a bad taste in everybody's mouth, I think. And I think we need to stop talking about the tech and instead talk about what it can actually do for you that you know other centralized platforms do for other people. There's a lot of things that have been happening with those centralized platforms like Tumblr stopping certain content. Um, there's Article 13, which is going to happen in January in the, U- in the EU. So there's a lot of things that are happening to centralized platforms that I think Steam and other immutable blockchains can really step in and um, and get some people to move, physically move from some, some of those centralized platforms. Are you uh, back over? Oh, she's back. I'm here. I'm here. Did I you get a package? I just want to interrupt you. I got a, I got a couple packages. <laughs> All right. Because- Did you get the main package that you need? I don't think so because it's not that it wasn't the correct carrier. So I'm just checking uh, my uh, my packing my uh, tracking numbers, but I have things, so we're good. And they're not sitting on the porch. I just ever since that glitter video got released, that guy who created a glitter bomb as a decoy uh, <laughs> package for people who were package thieves. Yeah, uh, you know, especially at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty heavy. 
Exactly. But I did hear everything you were saying because I have uh, the wireless headphones on. So I, I, that's basically what I was trying to get to is like we, we centered the conversation around price and that was for our short-term benefit and long-term detriment, I think, because that was the fastest and easiest way to get people in, interested and excited about blockchain technology was how much money everybody was making. But now that nobody's making money anymore, um, that's a hard conversation to have now. Not totally strictly true. I think the first thing that I was interested in is that uh, I had had a message from Lloyd, who I very much respect and respected over like 10 years of different social platforms. Probably I've known Lloyd for, for a decade, and we've probably used about six or seven different platforms in that time. Right. Right. No, I and, mean and, this and, time last year for the for the masses, you know, because you and I got in on Steam when it was like thirty cents. So fifteen. 15 yeah. Cents. Okay. So I, yeah, we got exactly. in at fifteen. But but uh, but here's a, here's the thing is that I knew it would be tsunami edge tsunami wave. If if anything, it brought me back to social because of the financial incentives. Right. I didn't. I I got fed up with like trying to make connections and stuff, and I I didn't really. I made a few connections early on with people who were doing projects and kind of got a feeler for what happens on the platform. But then gradually over the last couple of years, I've just kind of isolated myself because I just I can't deal with that many conversations. I've got so much already going on in my life, in our life, that it's hard to like have more than say a handful of people that I can deal with that I can talk to because I I'm feel like I haven't done that. I get it. I haven't done. I haven't done the thing. Yeah, I haven't done the things that I really want to do yet. And when I know. you don't do those things, you get distracted by other people's things, and yeah. then you just don't do them at all. And, and then you, you just also frustrate. get frustrated. Yeah, exactly. You get like this daily frustration of 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 seeing other people activated, or at least right, or at least presenting as though they're activated, and that is like it's a little bit of a thorn in your side on the daily of like, mm. ugh. It, it, and maybe it's like jealousy in a sense, but it's really just a reminder of uh, of the distance between yourself and the goal that you have. And that's that's extremely annoying. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to be macro focused and micro focused on like, OK, but what do I need to do today? Right. To get to where I want to be. But also this macro vision of uh, of the possibilities are also being thrown at you as well. So. Mm. Yeah, I totally get that. But I, I, I think my, my main point was that the media and I'll just blame everything on the media because that's easier. <laughs> this but, box, the media. The media. Um, you know, that was just that was the clickable subject matter was how much money everybody was making this time last year. And that is the main association that everybody formed with uh, with crypto and you're right they made an association a lot of people made an association that is just like a get rich quick scheme or you know it's not for the average person unless you're techie you can't you can't make any money at it or or whatever and i I don't none of those things are the reasons why i'm interested in it and why why you and i have stuck around and it's it's you know a little bit on us as a community of people who love crypto that we we are not uh, expressing what we love about it more because yeah, everyone who's still around is obviously favorite. not here for the money because uh, they're still around. Um, mm. And I absolutely loved what you wrote this morning because there is such a, a passionate community of people who really, really want to see things work and not just to get rich. Obviously, people are invested, oh, but listen, like the way like, people have come together 
when, when the chips are down, like, you know, they say when things aren't going well, that's where you really see who people are. That's where Mm. you really see like a test of people's character. And it's been like, it's been so, so awesome to see people rally and have some really like productive conversations and say like, okay, what's the move? What do we need to do? What have, what can we do better? And, you know, people matching up with, with compatible skills has been like, whoa, Uh, (laughs) really, really activated me seeing that by proxy, you know? You, you see, I, I can't put the for, – for me, the biggest thing is I can't put the genie back in the box now. I remember being 17 years of age in America trying to get money from the UK because I'd run out and I couldn't change my English. I was told that I could change my, like, two pounds notes. I had no idea why I got 50s. Maybe the guy I was working for, he was a weirdo. He seemed to like 50s and give me 50s. And nobody really dealt with 50s. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever seen a £50 note. They're huge. Oh, um, no, I don't think I have. Actually, I've only 20s, seen 20s. I don't think you've seen a 50. Yeah, ATMs don't spit out 50s, and that's, that's my right, only that's interfacing. Right. <laughs> you have to go to the bank and get one kind of thing. Oh. But like the, they're kind of like a, just a little bit taller. Um, anyway, bygones. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest takeaway is uh chicken and green pepper and black bean sauce no i'm joking my biggest takeaway is um you can't put the genie back in the bottle yeah i can't put the genie back in the bottle because i've gone through the experience of using digital cryptocurrency for paying for things and the whole transaction like speed and stepping through that that was kind of a big revelation for me of how how satisfied it was scary it was scary, but how satisfying it was because I feel like it's progress, right? I'm I'm at 17 years of age. I'm in America trying to get money. I'm going to Western Union. I'm filling out all this crappy paperwork in triplicate, oh. right? And then I have to find a Western Union office. They're taking money off me just for turning up with the paper. Like it's going to be an hour or two hours or, you know, I had to go into this building like three or four times. Has it arrived yet? Has it arrived yet? Like where is it going? <laughs> Where is it going? Like, is it going in India? Is it in Bangladesh right now? Like, where is my money? I know. You know, like, and what is it? What is it that takes two hours to get it there? So, like, because it's not, it's not that, physically, yeah, exactly. Like, so, but that, that, but that's something that's followed me for decades, right? Because yeah. I've gone through that experience of when it was bad, and I was annoyed with it then, and I'm still annoyed with it now. And then the moment you give me something that performs as it should, which is kind of rare these days. Like you have to look through all of the hype and marketing to actually get to something that actually delivers on what it says it's going to deliver on. Do you remember like and you the, get- the old school, um, the old school slogan for Apple was it just works. And the fact that that was like revolutionary <laughs> is so telling about how much shit doesn't work because I used to all people that people ring- want is it just works. I used to have people ring me up and email me and say, which one of these free CDs is good? Like I've got a thousand hours on this one and I've got a thousand hours on that one. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? And like it's free. The ocean. Sorry. I don't know. We did, we did some weird things somewhere where we equated free with quality and quality with free. I don't know mm. when that happened, but my point is, is that I can't put a genie in the bottle anymore because I've had the experience. I think it performs better than most payment provisioning, purchasing in time real time scanning a code uh, finally qr codes are useful yeah, <laughs> right finally, finally they found, found their little home oh they found they so found sweet. it's a christmas right? miracle they, you, can, 
Like yeah. I can literally have a receipt on the table, scan it, bang, wow. use Steam. Yes, thanks. I don't know if you saw that today, but somebody released, um, they've added Steam to their payment system, which m- mainly means that in certain places in Europe right now, you can go and pay for like coffee with Steam. Well, how about the fact big- that, you know, like when I came back to the States this this tour, this trip, mm. uh, <laughs> you and I were like, oh, we should like, we should maybe just put like our pocket change, a little bit of extra funds into certain pots that we want to save yeah. for things towards and I did research, you did research independently. We're both extremely tech-savvy, internet-minded people. We couldn't find anything that would allow us both to have equal access to funds that we could both contribute and and um, withdraw from. Have access to, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you know, from two separate countries – to Borders, separate citizenships, man. like it's imp- it was totally impossible because the first thing any bank account wants from you is your address, <laughs> and mm. so if you're even if we were in the same country but we were you know decentralized in and nomadic that would be a problem. So that was like oh. I just don't th- I just I just don't understand why people don't see the benefit why 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 people don't see the benefit of uh, decentralized services. You know, like in that kind of way, if you've got a fundamental global homeless problem, like as soon as those people are homeless, they can't get an address because the bank bank needs an address to set up an account. So they're kind of stateless in their own countries, in their own states, right? They fall between the cracks. And yet we have this technology here where if you can get into a cyber cafe and you can use a public facing machine, you know, I can actually send value from one person to another person. You know, I just don't see why the world doesn't see that as an opportunity to fix a lot of the 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 red tape. I know they find it a threat because it's stuff that they don't understand and they can't throw a middleman in the middle of. Right. But the the flip side of that that terrible and weak argument is that every time you deny it to exist, it's gonna cost your country more to throw gobs of money at stuff that doesn't work. Right. I mean, even if you want to take the most capitalistic approach, the more in terms of what I understand capitalism to be is that the more people there are who have money to spend, (laughs) the better things are. If you're a capitalist, that's what you believe. So the more people in your country who are able to interact in a monetary way in order to buy things, you know, pay rent, uh, you know, participate in commerce, the better off you are so why wouldn't we make the ground floor to that as low as humanly possible to get people they put a, you know they haven't got a portal because they haven't got a front end port it's a bit like bt here they've got a monopoly on like comms and communications and I, I truly believe that the only reason why they don't give everybody super super not give everybody but like have the ability for everybody to get connected up to super fast internet because they don't simply have a, a front end portal to throw on it and milk you from Mm. You know, like we are the proverbial cow in their equation, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but you know what? All right. I, that, so okay, go ahead. Go that's ahead. enough negativity. I was going to say think, that's enough negativity. Think, well, no, because I think I, you might be going here anyway, but if not, we can change subjects. But what I was going to say is that the more I spend time on Steam it and, and interacting with the Steam blockchain, the us having those shared accounts is a perfect example of every single project <laughs> that I've wanted to do. I'm like, oh, Steam can do that. Like maybe mm. that needs to be the slogan. Oh my God, I'm such a marketer. But like 
you know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to post videos, great. If you want to blog or vlog, great. I took my website off of uh, my old food blog off of WordPress and popped it on steam it. And there's somebody built a lovely front end for it. Um, Sam Billingham from finally network built this beautiful front end. So it's like, you know, you and I needed a savings solution. There are businesses who, who have things that they could build on top of the blockchain. It's like every single idea that I have and things that I want to do, uh, you're doing like advent tube, everything, everything that we've thrown at it, it could handle in terms of, uh, on the technical level, in terms of capacity, but also in just in terms of what the blockchain, uh, can do just by the nature of it being decentralized and being, you know, the APIs being open to everybody. So, I just, I, that's why I'm excited about it. Cause there's like no project that I, that I can think of at the moment that we wouldn't be able to run with steam or on steam it. And that's mm. way more important to me than, you know, buying Lambos, <laughs> my crypto cash. I'm not, I'm not interested in bloody I know you want to material things like that. Tesla would be all right, but I need to live in it. Uh Oh, um, oh, uh, we have more transportation. No, What's that? He stopped and kept going, the truck. Oh, maybe he got the wrong one. Maybe he's like, he'll back up. This is so Yeah, so I think think with all the news that's come out recently, you know, like last month or the month before that, no, actually it was November time. That's when I saw it. I saw lots of pop-ups coming up on YouTube about Article 13, about it was getting pushed through like government. Mm. And then they were, YouTube were like making a big deal in Europe about pushing that to the front and center. This is going to change. This is going to be a problem. And then literally a week later, YouTube are like, we're moving our whole operation to Ireland because they knew that they couldn't mm-hmm. get stuff done, I think, in a period of time before the legislation got through. So they just moved it to another country, another legislation, another data center so that they didn't fall into that bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to continually happen, right? It's mm-hmm. going to get moved from one place to another place to another place to Malta to here to it. You know, it's just yeah. going to keep on moving Eddie around. Haven. But- right. But I, but I think we get to the point real, real quick where, you know, Facebook just cannot get a break. I think people are like, got it in for Gosh. Facebook now, like with their leaks and stuff. Every, yeah, there's a snowball you know, all I, I think in 2018, I think like Facebook has constantly been in the news because it's just like under attack, you know, lost billions, like data leaks here, there and everywhere. We're seeing, you know, demonetization of YouTube accounts uh, for people who've been on there for like three and a half years mm-hmm. who now like, and I feel like I feel that's what happens. Like Gary Vee always said, as soon as marketers get in, they fuck everything up. You know, like they get in and they squeeze and squeeze and squeeze. And I'm sure the costs of running these things is an absolute nightmare. Mm. You know, like building some businesses and in-house chefs. Uh, maybe you should cut back on some of those payments. But what what I'm seeing is that YouTube is now becoming this kind of hotbed of like a certain kind of clinical message you know it's it's almost like a lot of the sci-fi that you saw in the 80s of what the future world will be you know like i i I go on youtube now and yes it's incredibly difficult for people to break into that you would have to have fifty thousand or a hundred thousand pounds worth of uh, video equipment and camera equipment because people have got used to almost like TV like or better quality, right? Mm. The production level is off the charts, but also there's there's a kind of a homogenous content on there as well, which kind of gets under my skin after a while. I don't see the people past the AdSense revenue. Mm. Right? I I see people who are just like 
this is going to bring me in X amount of AdSense revenue. And then I don't see if they've got any philanthropy after that. It's just like I'm part of this YouTuber ecosystem. Well, And I think a lot of those people are going to have a wake-up call. I really do. You know, just you talking about that really brought home the differences. We already mentioned it earlier about the way that the Steam it. Um, Steam and Steam community has kind of come together. I'm I'm actually kind of invested with some of the YouTubers that I watch, and you know I listen to podcasts of people who are also YouTubers, and there's just an insane amount of uh, unrest in the com- community. Everybody's really annoyed at YouTube. Everybody, you know, the like. 2018 YouTube Rewind is the most disliked video of all time. And people were un- people were so angry at it that they were taking their dislikes away from other videos and putting it there so that it would climb the charts. I mean, it's just been so crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's easy to beat up on a massive company like Google. But the difference between the YouTube community and the Steam community is that when we don't like what's going on, we have the we have the ability to change it. Like these YouTubers are, are completely at the mercy of whatever YouTube decides, whatever Google decides for them, for their platform and for their communities. Um, you know, the big thing that I've seen this this past two weeks is that, you know, Steam Inc., the company, um, a lot of people don't like what's going on there or if they disagree with what's going on there or if Steam and Inc's not able to keep up with the demand of what the community wants, the community can say, okay, fine, we'll do it ourselves. We're able to mobilize, we're able to organize because we're decentralized. Sounds like I'm dropping bars, but I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that, and that's, that is so, so empowering and that makes me want to stick around and that wants, makes me want to stay invested because I'm not investing my time and energy onto into a place where somebody else has the final say. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like we can Mm-mm. we can make it whatever we want to make it at this point, and maybe we wouldn't have begun having these conversations if the price didn't dip because you know everything's been great and Steam's at fifteen dollars and everybody's chilling. Um, now that the price is down, it's it forced us to kind of like come together. And I think I've learned more in the past week, week and a half about the blockchain than probably in the past two years of interfacing. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And I feel, and I feel 10 times more invested because, you know, it's, I always, I think you and I both have this, like this feeling that we're just always waiting for a platform to shut down or to fuck us over. Like we always have that, those back burners, those, um, those like redundancies in places because I've been taught from interfacing online that a company can just up and shut down one plug. day, pull yeah. the plug, mm. change things mm. or redirect into, you know, a, a framework that you don't agree with morally, ethically, etc. And I think for the past two years on Steemit, I always had that that in the back of my mind because in my mind, Steemit Inc. was running the show and was in charge of it. But the way that everybody's kind of just showed up in the past couple of weeks and has been like, well, Steemit Inc.'s like, doing what they're doing, what are we going to do? It made, it kind of connected the dots for me. It was like, oh, mm. we actually, like, this This is our platform. We have a say here. We can we can do things the way that we want to. We're not subject to um, to somebody else's view of what, what should happen here. And that's that makes me want to stay. Yeah, I, it makes me want to stay invested. I, I think it's, I think it's down to the fact that we don't necessarily visualize what, goes on in the background of these things and we've started to see a lot of 
applications come out or websites come out that kind of give you the data as to what is going on because you kind of feel like this small little nugget of something mm. but you don't know how to ex- extrapolate it so i feel like i feel like that's happening i think more visual interpretation of like oh there's this many nodes and this many people are witnessing and it costs this much you know like i'd, I'd like a simple website that just shows this is the cost of running this chain today right or like it's cost this much for so because you know we had a bit of a shock to find out how much this whole thing had been costing for the last year or last two years and look right. steam it is a, a little bit different from your average startup that runs for two years then gets acquired then gets flipped then gets shut down a year later somebody else makes a, a bunch of money the co-founders make a bit of money and they go off and do some else Ma- mainly go and take photos on the instagram in chiang mai but you know, occasionally go and build another business from the funds of it. And, you know, at some point I was expecting something similar, even though it's decentralized and it operates a bit differently and Dan's gone off and done other stuff or should I say potentially was pushed out the door. Um, So I didn't know where it was going to go. So, you know, a lot rides on, uh, a a lot rides on the other half, the other 50% with Ned making decisions on where things are going to go to next. I think he has to see it through to completion. And I, th- I think if we end up with five or 10 for-profit companies running on top of the chain, then it will have been a success. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people's heads are at right now is they, w- they want that to happen. After seeing the success of Steam Monsters, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised that people are like, oh, this works. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. As, a sto- as a storage medium for a game. And the fact that like they started that in April, and it's now December, and they rolled it out to that much success and in the and middle made, of a bear market too i mean four yeah. months ago was still bear bears yeah yeah so yeah okay i'm gonna wrap this up because we're like 40 minutes in and oh, i, I want to take like a tw- 20 minute break and then um do the product sense today because they're both pretty good but i wanted to kind of finish up today with what i think could be a big killer app and that is um, who needs Verizon Blockstream? Uh, who needs Verizon Blockstream broadcasts entire Bitcoin blockchain from space? So there's this report on Forbes, and I'd kind of heard about Blockstream a while back. I just thought there were just a couple of cranks who were sticking up at what's called a CubeSat, which is relatively cheap. I say relatively cheap. I mean, it's still bloody expensive, but a CubeSat is something that your average, you know, startup with a good round of investment could probably build. They've managed to raise a hundred million from um, a ventures company, which is basically to, they are now streaming, like this is up and running now, uh, is now streaming the entire Bitcoin blockchain from five satellites strategically positioned in orbit around Earth to reach all major land masses. Is that the same type now, of satellite that Elon put up there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Those yeah. little yeah. Mini cube satellites. Elon, this is okay. why this is why it's this is why it's a big revolution uh, revolution in the space industry now is that we have a reusable space system to be able to put these things up in the well, sky. You know what? And then yeah. also Elon and the engineers are like, "All right, we're not going to just do one satellite. Let's let's fire off 64." So everybody's chipping in to pay for the fuel and the transit and then just throwing stuff up there as if it's like a on-demand service. Well, like, yeah. So what, I mean, but, okay. what's it, but, what's interesting, but what's interesting to me about this is that they're building, obviously, APIs on it. They're going to use Lightning Networks. It's obviously faster transaction time. But this this could be huge. This could be globally huge for for the planet because it makes the most sense to me. 
Um, if you combine together, you know, um, the idea of Elon Musk's got the transportation, uh, CubeSats are in relatively, I say relatively cheaply compared to technology that's gone before it and massive big satellites that we had to put up there before. CubeSats are relatively cheap to put up there. Amazon's getting into this. So from an infrastructure side, they've got like, they've, they've already got the skin in the game on that. Plus Lightning Network, which is like a, to easily describe it kind of like a side chain to 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 bitcoin in terms of transaction speed to be able to do that off chain because bitcoin is slower than what lightning is and then you bolt onto that mesh networks so mesh networks are like locally community run mesh networks that hook into a bigger feed and then solar power carports with renewable energy on that and all of a sudden you've got this really interesting fast stateless immutable you know, you bolt quantum in there and all of a sudden you've got like a whole planet that can do digital trading or tending. And that that is leaps and bounds from where Bitcoin originally was or cryptocurrency originally was, mm. was for me. So like that, that gets me really, really excited because I think that is potentially the killer app because the thing that's slowing the rollout of something so groundbreaking as this is... Uh, legislation and red tape and just I think there's a gunship. I hear it. My God. You hear that? Yeah. It's low. That's damn low. It's been like that a couple of times today. If you hear it and nothing hits, it's the A team. So I just think I just think it's coming and it's coming fast. I don't think there's anything that's going to stop it. It will roll out. We're going to end up with distributed digital value and i think that that itself will just be something that gets switched on and then it'll be everywhere and people will be like oh so i can just use it then Mm -hmm. because if you add that quantum component to it apart from shooting down the physical satellites which obviously that's why trump's getting worried about like managing space and russia's putting stuff up there as well that's what it's going to end up being is that if you if you want to get around all of the red tape and all the legislation and move things around this is the one way it's go- that's the way it's going to happen next. So I think that's the killer application, not an app that everybody's just suddenly going to start using and be like, Oh my God, this is as good as, as good as Instagram. I think it's just going to be like no, a, it's a gonna, stratospheric shift. Right. I think it's going to, I'm not going to be so long winded about this one, but like it's, as I've been, you say I was long winded. As I've been, I've realized I needed to say to qualify that. Uh, but I think the, listen, how many people were early adopters of the internet because it was the internet? They weren't. People didn't get onto the internet until those websites, those apps, those things that ran on top of the internet were like a part of our daily lives, like Facebook, Amazon, mm-hmm. eBay. Like it's all going to depend on those for blockchain in general and for Steam it, uh, or and for the Steam you know blockchain is not going to be a. Um, it's not going to be exempt from that rule. So it, I don't think anybody cares. Like you mentioned it the other day, I, uh, nobody really cares how blockchains work or why they're revolutionary. Just like nobody cared about how the internet works. A lot of people still don't know how the internet works, but they know that they can flip their phone on and, and see pictures on Instagram. So mm. I, I think once that goes down, you know what you're describing with Elon's infrastructure People aren't even going to think of it as a blockchain. They're just going to think of it as new technology. It's going to be supported and and run on blockchains, possibly, but it's all going to be based on what the front-facing 
uh, apps are, you know, for the everyday person and what they're like, and what that experience is like. And then that's going to be, you know, that's what's going to make blockchains uh, immutable. <laughs> I think I think this is why Elon's got no fear because he sees all this like the way the way he saw the way he saw payments with PayPal, he sees, he must see how it's all going to work out. That's the reason why he can do SpaceX and, you know, build boring company tunnels and do all that. It's like the guy seems to have no fear, especially when it comes to money. It's like, and and when you put up satellites like this and then support Blockstream, he's probably got investment in Blockstream and a bunch of all these things is that, you know, then it becomes about the value. And so right. what is the value of Elon Musk? Well, he puts our satellites into space and he potentially might get us off the planet towards mars like <laughs> that that's unmeasurable like that's priceless like all of a sudden you know you move your your eye from like thinking of art as priceless because there's only one piece of it to elon and elon's companies might be the only people who can who can pull this off because of his like vision and bravery so wow i i don't know i th- I, I think this could be I think this could be the killer. I think this could be the killer app in terms of like the wake up call for people to be like, yes, this is more efficient. Yes, it makes sense. Uh, I want to activate this person in this country uh, from from everything, disaster management, the lot. So, all right, we better close this up because we're coming up to like 50 minutes and I want to take a little break and then get into product sense, talk about some products. <laughs> uh, do you want to wait for your phone to come before we get into that? Actually, I think that's probably a wise idea, don't you? Oh, no, it's fine. It's all good. All right. I didn't want to say what it was. <laughs> Public, Do you want to? Yeah, but, probably a bad idea. Yeah, you want I didn't to want to like anything? divulge that I had an expensive phone coming. But uh, hi, my name's Dale and I have an expensive phone coming today. Do you um, want to add add anything to the end of this about today? I've loved this podcast. I'm excited about what's happening. Um I'm excited about what's happening and and I'm happy that people are rallying. And if the price of that is a lower price of currencies at the moment, I'm happy to accept that, pay that price at the minute because I think the long, big picture is more important. So that's what I say. (laughs) You can support the show by heading to anchor.fm slash positive and clicking the support this podcast button or by checking out any of this week's sponsors. Subscribe to Positively Negative wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can hang out with us on Discord by visiting smarturl.it forward slash talkback. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yay! Bye!